If you listen closely during this episode, you will notice some noises in the background. Those are caused by my delightful cat, Luna, who was trying her very best to bother me the entire time. So I will apologize for some of the background noise, but I've left it in because she is very cute. And here is Luna purring and being adorable to introduce the show. Hi, you're listening to Sensationalist Science, a podcast about science, the media, and the truth behind those astonishing headlines you've read. I'm your host, Gid MK, aka The Health Nerd, and today I'll be asking the eternal question, what came first, the diabetes or the egg? Yes, I'll be looking at our favourite avian ovulation and why the claims that it is destroying our very lives are perhaps a touch misleading. While I am not one to dictate the diets of others, it's probably a bit premature to resign your morning scramble to the refuse heap. You see, recently headlines have popped up everywhere declaring that eggs are causing the dreaded diabetes. The Express, led with type 2 diabetes, eating eggs for breakfast every day could increase your risk, which is pretty worrying for those of us who like our omelettes. Yahoo News came out with egg consumption linked to type 2 diabetes, and the uh, ever-wonderful Daily Mail decided to go with eating just one egg a day increases your risk of diabetes by 60%, study warns. Very scary indeed. It sounds as if eggs are a terrible blight on our health. But before we go looking for substitutes, it's worth thinking about what the research actually said and why it's probably not necessary to de-egg your diet just yet. So sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of Sensationalist Science. The study in question was called Higher Egg Consumption Associated with Increased Risk of Diabetes in Chinese Adults, China Health and Nutrition Survey, and was a fairly standard epidemiological investigation of people who ate eggs in China using a large data set of people from their National Health and Nutrition Survey. Uh, this is a survey that goes across the country and looks at people's health and diet. Basically, the researchers took data on people's eating habits over the course of about two decades and split them up by how much egg, both in the natural form and as part of other foods, people ate each day. They then compared these groups of egg eaters, who ranged from one-fifth or less of an egg per day to a whole egg every day or more. So the, the bottom group ate... I think it was 9.9 grams of egg or fewer per day, and the top group ate 60 grams or greater, and an egg is about 60 grams. Um, and they compared them on their risk of having diabetes at the end of the study period. In the corrected model, where the researchers controlled for potential confounding factors like socioeconomic, uh, physical activity, and the like, things that we know are associated both with the foods we eat and our risk of diabetes, and so could get between uh, a relationship if you didn't control for them. 
The researchers found that people who ate an entire egg a day were at a 17% increased relative risk of diabetes when compared to people who ate almost no egg at all. Uh, this equated to an absolute risk increase of about 4%. So in other words, uh, about 8 out of 100 people who ate almost no eggs had diabetes uh, when the researchers looked at the end of the study period compared to 12 out of 100 people who ate the most eggs out of the bunch. Now, I know that you astute listeners won't have missed the immediate issue, which is that the results I've just read out sound almost nothing like the headlines that I read before. I mean, let's go back to the Daily Mail, which is eating just one egg a day increases your risk of diabetes by 60%, study warns. This is because, it seems, that the headlines based their scary figures purely on the press release that was put out by the University of South Australia, and the press release simply took the highest number that was in any of the models that the researchers ran, and in this case, the largely uncorrected model that didn't look at things like socioeconomic status and physical activity, uh, presumably because it was the biggest, and that always looks better in a headline. This is a massive problem. I mean, I'm sure I don't have to explain why this is terrible to most scientists, but just in case, uh, what we're saying here is that they took the least corrected model, and that completely ignores all of the hard work that the scientists who tried to correct for factors other than the obvious did. If you've listened to the podcast before, you'll know that confounding is the issue that you get when something causes both the exposure of interest, in this case eating eggs, and the outcome of diabetes. We know, for example, that age changes both your eating habits and your risk of diabetes. So the authors corrected for age in their statistical models to try and remove the influence of this variable on the results. And similarly, socioeconomic status, whether you can afford good food, influences both your diet and your eventual uh, health in ways similar to that of diabetes. It can cause diabetes. But the media reported on the model in which these confounding variables weren't taken into account. What this means is that the 60% figure is the least useful number in the paper. It's much more likely that 17% is closer to the truth. So the headlines were wrong. But that's not the only problem with this piece of research. The thing about these nutritional epidemiological trials is that it is extraordinarily difficult to pick a single food out of a complex diet and point to it as the causal factor in any issue. Diabetes is incredibly complicated, and identifying that eggs specifically cause any difference in your risk of the disease is not an easy thing to do. And this study suffered from many of the weaknesses that you often see in similar pieces of research. There was no biological gradient, for example, which means that while people who ate some eggs were at a higher risk than people who ate no eggs, the risk was identical for people who ate anywhere between a quarter of an egg a day and more than two eggs a day. If eggs were really causing diabetes, we'd expect that more eggs would cause more diabetes. Instead, we find that people who eat no eggs are different to the rest of society, which seems to indicate that it's not the eggs themselves causing this issue. 
There's also the problem of reverse causality. It's entirely possible that when people are diagnosed with diabetes, they change their diet. Indeed, given that this is the medical recommendation, it's what happens if you go to a doctor and are diagnosed with diabetes, the first thing they say is, you should change your diet. It's not uncommon. So it's probably quite likely that some of the people who ate a lot of eggs and had diabetes ate the eggs because they had diabetes and thought that eggs were part of a healthy diet or were a healthy food in and of themselves. This means that the causal mechanism here could be reversed. Instead of eggs causing diabetes, it could be that diabetes makes people eat more eggs, and it's something that the investigators didn't exclude. On top of all of this, there's the ever-present issue of unmeasured confounding. As with all epidemiological trials, we correct for what we know about, but we can't correct for what we don't know and or don't measure. So while there is a reasonable effort in the paper to control for confounding, there are many things that we could pick out that may have caused this relationship that aren't addressed in the paper. As a final note, it's worth pointing out that the study was conducted on Chinese adults, which means that the findings aren't really applicable to everyone else in the world. Whether eating egg has any effect on your health at all will probably depend on your broader diet, and that is very tied to culture. You can't just take these results and assume they are true for, say, Norwegian people. Ultimately, studies like this raise more questions than they answer. It's plausible that eggs may have some link with diabetes, but it seems much more likely that this is simply one more spurious correlation in a world already filled with them. Even if we take the study results at face value, they're a bit meaningless. Yes, eating eggs has some correlation with diabetes rates, but realistically, this is unlikely to be causal, and the risk difference is very small. It's extremely unlikely that you as an individual eating eggs are, uh, are going to have any impact on your risk of diabetes. The number of eggs you eat simply is unlikely to influence you that much Particularly if you're not an adult living in China. If you live anywhere else in the world, your diet is different, your culture is different, it's really hard to infer directly from a study that used a health survey in China to your life. If you're worried about your diet, my advice is to talk to a dietitian, someone who has spent years at university learning about the diet and the human body so that they can give you evidence-based advice. Just don't worry too much about the headlines, because at best they are wildly misleading, at worst they are simply wrong. If you see a story like this, it's always worth being cautious. Check the story, check the study, and have a think about what it might all actually mean. This has been your dose of sensationalist science and media madness. If you like the podcast, you can find it on Twitter at SensiPod, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, GitMK, and you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at GitMK and GitMK Health Nerd, respectively. Have a great week, and remember, if it sounds too bad to be true, it's good to be skeptical. Mm-hmm.